What's good, everybody? Welcome back to this week's episode of Tea with Thompson, the one-stop shop for all things random because such is my life. If you are one of the amazing people who tune in each and every week to hear me ramble on about this, that, and everything, then welcome back. I hope y'all had an amazing 4th of July weekend. I hope all the fireworks went off, all the colors were had, the macaroni and cheese, ribs, chicken, and burgers were delicious. I hope the drinks were strong and plentiful, you know? And if you don't drink, I hope the coffee was strong, you know? The coffee was strong, the tea was teeing. I hope I hope you had an amazing holiday. If you are one of the new listeners to the show, then welcome. My name is Thompson, 31, Virgo from Virginia, you know, just out here living my best brown life, giving you what it's like to live as me through these brown eyes, you know? Um, we talk about everything from celebrity gossip to drama, news, world news, sometimes sports. Yes, sometimes sports. Um, and everything else. And I know you all have a vast variety of podcasts, Netflix shows, and movies to watch and listen to. So the fact that you give me just an hour of your day means the world to me. This is an adult podcast, so we are going to talk about adult things at times. There is going to be adult language. So if anything stronger than PG-13 offends you, then this is probably not the show for you. Um, I very, very seldomly use shit, damn, and fuck. So if those words just make your ears bleed, then um, exit to the left now because it's going to happen. But if you are ready, then sit back, relax, and enjoy the fucking show. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yes, 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 yes. This week's segment of Tea with Thompson, we are celebrating Teresa Ann's 52nd birthday. Yes, the the woman, the myth, the legend herself is now 52. July 5th, 1969, a little blonde-haired bundle of sarcasm was born into the world. If y'all think I am petty... I get it from the petty master herself, Teresa Ann. Don't don't let her little um don't let her little hazel eyes fool you. Um, she is the petty master, and I have learned from the best. But yes, she is fifty two. So as her son, I had to call her and you know just tell her how old she was and <laughs> tell her you know what don't burn the house down with all those damn candles. And her response was, "I've gotten smart now. I only buy numbers." <laughs> 
<laughs> so if you know exactly who I'm talking about, then go wish her a happy belated birthday. Give her an anecdote, something that you remember about her, and she will greatly appreciate it. But um, one thing you may not know is that my mom, Teresa, listens to the show every week. Every week. So everything I talk about on here, she listens to. Like, my mama knows exactly who she raised. She knows who her son is. And she, um, yeah, she knows exactly who I am. And I learned at a very old age. Mm, I learned at a very young age that if I tell on myself, so if I tell her the things that I've done, I won't get in as much trouble. So that means Teresa has heard a lot more than a parent probably should about the goings on of her son. Yes, because if I didn't tell her, somebody else was and I was going to get an ass whipping from hell, you know. Um, But go wish Teresa a happy birthday. And yeah, happy birthday, mama. I hope you had a great one. If y'all do not know, there was like a tropical storm or something that hit the west coast of Florida that affected her. She was like, yeah, it was just raining like cats and dogs and my pool flooded. So Teresa and Bella are fine. They, they are doing great. They are living their best life um, in the lap of luxury. And so now is my favorite segment of the show. This is What's the Tea? What's the Tea is the part of the show where we talk about this, that, and everything. Gossip, celebrity drama, world drama, news, the ongoings of the daily telenovela that is my life. That is all in this section of the show. This is the meat and potatoes of the show, so to speak, the main course. No more appetizers. And to get things started, we are going to talk about the fact that I am no longer single. So I'm going to give you all a little bit of a backstory. So I was at a doctor's appointment not too long ago, and you know, the app was on the phone and I get a message from an individual and he just starts talking to me. He, you know, he's like telling me how handsome I am and he wants to get to know me, this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, okay, cool. So he sends me his picture as most do. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's sexy. I was like, there's no, I said, this is a catfish. There's no fucking way this dude wants anything to do with me. Like this dude was sexy, like very just just sexy and um he was actually having like real conversations so like he was responding to my messages with like full thoughts you know and when I say a full thought like he was actually typing like three or four sentences together and if if you are currently dating or have recently dated you know how like rare that is especially coming from man like normally they'll just respond with like oh yeah or cool or like sup And so I was like, okay, cool. And he tells me how old he is. And I was like, oh, because he is much younger than me. And I was just like, okay, okay. So I, you know, obviously I throw out there immediately. I'm like, you know, I'm older than you, right? And he was like, yeah, age doesn't really bother me. And I'm like, okay, cool. I just, I had to put that out there. And so then because of my ex, um, having broken up with me because I'm fat, apparently I'm a whole fucking whale. Um, I sent a full body photo of like me in some gym shorts with my shirt off. Cause I was like, listen, this is what you get. I'm like, it may get better than this, but this is what it is right now. And he was like, you have a great body. Da 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 da. And I'm like, okay, cool. We've, we've gotten past the first two hurdles, you know? And so we're talking, we're talking, we exchange numbers and we're talking, we're talking and we finally meet. And he takes the train out here, which to me was a big deal because people who own vehicles 
are always flaky as fuck and being like, oh, well, I'll come see you. But then they never do, you know? So um, the fact that he took a whole train out here um, to see me, I was like, okay, cool. So this dude means business and we're going to hang out and have a good time. Well, um, we hang out, I take him to sushi and conversation is there. There's like an instant connection. He's hella sexy, smells amazing. And if you know me, like hygiene is like a big thing for me. And this dude smells fucking incredible. And so I was just like, oh my God, like he's my height. He can hold an intelligent conversation. Like he's funny. Like I'm like, what's the catch? Like a shoe is about to fall. He's about to tell me he's not into me. Like, okay, cool. So first date over, I drive him back to the train station and we continue talking, you know, we're talking and we're talking and I find myself talking to this person all day, every day. And then we make plans to hang out for this long weekend. And this weekend I was supposed to go to Trier. So not this weekend, but Fourth of July weekend. So Fourth of July weekend, we had made plans to go to, well, I had made plans to go to Trier. And so that Friday, um, I had the day off. And um, that morning I was doing all the things, you know, I was, I had to go to the gym. I had to finish the podcast for that week. And one of my really, really close friends um, hit me up and she was just like, hey, I don't have Jules today, which is her son. Um, he's staying with my sister, so do y'all want to go out and grab dinner together? Because she knew that I was going to see him. And I'm like, oh, this is big. I was like, because I consider her family. And I have never introduced anyone to them before. Um, in, in truth, I have not really introduced any person that I have been into um, other than over like FaceTime to like anybody that I consider like family. So this was going to be a big deal. So I was like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Um, but it's up to him. And I said, he may not want to, because technically this is like our second date and to be introduced to like family on the second date, like that's a big, big deal. So I asked him and he's like, super excited. So I'm like, okay, boom. So I get to Trier. Um, it's about a two hour drive. It was actually pretty chill. Um, and just like four or five exits, you know, just straight shots. And, um, we get ready to go to the restaurant. We're at the restaurant. We're having some drinks. This restaurant's drinks were crazy strong. When I tell you, I'm a big boy. So I'm six foot, about six one, 200. And as of today on the scale, 211 pounds. I'm not a small boy, you know? So normally like a normal margarita, like a normal size margarita, um, does not put me on my ass. But after one of these margaritas, I was just kind of like feeling it you know I was a little litty titty so finally my friends arrive and you know I give them a hug I introduce him to them and instantly she starts talking to him in German and um I'm just kind of like sitting there because I'm like oh my god I'm like tonight is either gonna make or break this this whole thing that's happening and um it turned out to be amazing. Like, if you've ever seen the movie Stardust, where, like, the main female character, she's apparently, like, a fallen star from, like, the heavens. 
um, when she gets happy, she like glows. So we're sitting there, we're having dinner, we're eating good food. The conversation is amazing. And he is like glowing. Like he is so happy. And this is the first time that I had ever seen him open up like that. And he was having a great time. They really enjoyed talking to him. And um, like, you know, sometimes when you bring someone to a friend's house and you leave the room for something like uh conversation like halts and they just kind of stare at each other well no that's not the case here so I left the table and I come back and they're still you know having an engaging conversation he's still smiling whatever then we leave the restaurant um and we go have like a glass of wine at like this little um pop-up wine shop vendor thing or whatever if you've been to Germany you know what I'm talking about. And like these Times Squares, they have like these little, it's almost like a food truck, but for wine. They have like these little vendors and you can sit down and just drink with um, your peoples, you know? So we sit down, we have a glass of wine or whatever, and things things happen. You know, we're just talking. And before you know it, it's like 11 o'clock. They have to drive back and um, we're going back to his place. Well, fast forward a little bit through the weekend. Um... We're at like this Italian restaurant and it's like super late in the day because the Italian restaurant didn't really have a reservation until late in the evening. Like it was like nine o'clock. And if you know me, I'm super, super sleepy anytime past seven. So we're sitting there at the restaurant and um, that's when like I officially ask him to like be my man. You know, I'm just like, you know. Uh, we've been talking for a while, and I'm really feeling you, and I get the feeling that you're really feeling me, so will you be my boyfriend, you know? Oh, yeah, that happened. Um, he obviously said yes, and it was like all the things, and it was super, super cute, and the whole weekend was super, super cute, and I actually, that was that was a big moment for me because... Yeah, it was it was a big big moment for me. So as of last Saturday, I am officially off the market, you know. And I kind of made that this big gesture to him because he's been hurt in the past and I don't want to hurt him, you know, about um putting on like Facebook that I am now officially in a relationship and like kind of sort of posting pictures of us together because I never really post pictures of anybody other than myself. So the fact that he's now like kind of on my social media without being on my social media um, is, is like a big deal. I know it sounds stupid and silly, but um, a friend of mine before him and his like now fiance were engaged, all he would ever post is like pictures of them holding hands or, um, picture of like their legs together or something like that and I thought that was super cute I was just like because um people always say move in silent move in silence and so I was like you know what okay cool because like I've even been keeping this from you guys you know so like this is the first time I've really kind of talked about him on here other than last week you know and he's he's amazing and um just he's he's just done some small things recently that just blew my mind. So 
um, before my long weekend with him, he was like, baby, I just wanted to let you know, I bought you a toothbrush, I bought you toothpaste, I bought you deodorant, um, I want you to feel comfortable here. And if you know me, you know I love these like pre-made um, Jack and Cola drinks. Um, and he was like, well, I got you some of the drinks that I know you like because I want you to feel as comfortable as you can here. And that just fucking blew my mind. If y'all have dated anybody, and this goes for anybody, whether you're gay or straight, them doing something as like small as like remembering your favorite candy bar and like you've had a bad day and they bought, they buy you your candy bar and they bring it home for you. Or knowing you like roses and for no fucking reason at all, um, they just buy you roses, you know, like it's small shit like that. That means the most, you you don't have to go out and spend hundreds of dollars. You don't have to go out and buy me a new fucking car. But the fact that you just took the time to do something small to make me feel, um, welcome and appreciated it, it, it's beyond words. Even like this weekend. So I went to spend, Um, I drove up yesterday afternoon to spend some time with him just because if I didn't go up this weekend, he wouldn't have seen me for like two weeks. And so I drove up this, um, I drove up yesterday to see him and he knows I love grapefruit. And if you know me, you know, I love grapefruit. And so he had brought me like some grapefruit and he had brought me some croissants because for breakfast, I kind of like croissants and like salami and cheese. It's it's something I've gotten into since I've been in Europe. It's a very European breakfast. Um, but it's just like I show up and like these things are already there. So it's just like just cementing the fact that this was not just a one-time thing, that he actually listens to what I say. He remembers things. And um, it, it just means a lot. And so, yeah, I am officially off the market and... I'm I'm super excited to see where things go. Today, um, this morning, he actually gave me the keys to his place. So you guys, not only am I now off the market, but I now have all the access to the house. Like I, if I wanted to drive up there tonight, I could drive up there tonight and just open the door, see him, spend time with him and leave, you know, like it's that, that to me is just like, oh, big big news. So if you know anything about me, then you know I'm a huge history nerd. And in Germany, there's all these like historical places and cathedrals and castles and all these things that it's just, it's amazing. And if you're here and you don't see a lot of them, then you're missing out. So while I was in Trier, there were some things I really wanted to see, some really touristy things I wanted to do. And um, without even having to ask him, he just kind of took me to some of these places. And I thought that was like amazing. So the first stop we went to was St. Peter's Cathedral. Um, it is the oldest church in Germany and the largest religious structure in Trier. Notable for its long lifespan and grand design, the central part of the nave was built of Roman brick in the early 4th century, resulting in a cathedral that was added onto gradually in different eras. The imposing Romanesque westwork with four towers and an additional apse has been copied repeatedly. The 
Trier Cathedral Treasury contains an important collection of Christian art. In 1986, the art was listed as a UNESCO World Heritage Site as part of the Roman Monuments Cathedral of St. Peter's Church of Our Lady Trier. Let me tell you guys, this church gave me Harry Potter. This church was, it was incredible. The, just like this, the size of it when you're walking up to it is amazing. And I love like old churches, like the, the old style um, cathedrals just blow my mind. The stained glass work and just the amount of sheer craftsmanship that had to go into this from the era of which it was like constructed. Like this always blows my mind. And it, it was beautiful. Like I took lots and lots of pictures at this church and um, there's like this little egg that was um, like when you walk into the the main chapel, I guess. Um, there's all like the uh, what are those little chubby um, winged Th- those little chubby kids with wings? Um, they're all over the ceiling and uh, intricate detail. Well, they have this egg sitting in like the main entrance of the chapel and the egg, he was telling me at um, some point recently, uh, supposedly it held um, the garment that Jesus Christ um, was wearing when he was, or that they had put on him after he was crucified. Um, And it was beautifully decorated egg. And um, the church was just amazing. Then we went out to the gardens, which gave me all kinds of like Harry Potter vibes and the Great Hall. And it was just, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful place. I took lots and lots of pictures. I looked very, very um, touristy, but it is an amazing structure. And I will definitely post pictures on my Twitter um, from the church, just so y'all can take a look because it's, it's amazing. So after leaving St. Peter's Cathedral, we wandered our way over through some parks and I took lots more photos. Um, and we finally made it to the Kaiser Thurman. I think that's how it's pronounced, but it's a large bath complex. So the Trier Imperial Baths are a large Roman bath complex in Trier, Germany. It is designated as part of the Monuments Cathedral of St. Peter's Church of Our Lady in Trier, UNESCO World Heritage Site. It was constructed in the 4th century AD. So this... Um, this site is obviously just ruins, but um, it it's also it's breathtaking. So like, as we're walking up from one of these parks, we I can see it from a distance, and he's like, "So do you want to go see like um, the amphitheater and like the baths?" And I was like, "Yeah, cool." I was thinking we were gonna have to walk like forever, but literally we were there within like 10-15 minutes of walking, and it was breathtaking. So you do have to pay. It's like eight euro a person to get in and um so you can it has all like these little like photos of so kind of like 
Um, the photo was taken from the angle where it is now, and then the little plaque shows you what it looked like in the past. So I got a couple pictures of those, and it was just the fact that these structures were so well built and they are still around today just shows you how advanced these people were for their times. And so, like, we're kind of walking through like hallways and some of the tunnels and stuff like that and it's it's just incredible like the 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 nerd in me like squealed with excitement because like we're walking through all these tunnels and obviously people were a lot smaller back then um because they weren't as well fed as we are now you know there was no chick-fil-a's mcdonald's there was no Domino's. so like even me like getting through some of these tunnels was a little on like the tight side um but yeah, it was cool. Like we, we got to go down into some of the tunnels and it was literally like being in an AC down there because like this was a hot day in Trier. And um, so when we came back up from the tunnels, it, it, it was definitely like going from AC to outside in like um, humid ass Georgia. But it was beautiful. Um, I took a ton of photos. There are some videos. Um, also going to be on the Twitter of the um, the Roman baths. So after we left the Roman baths, we he asked me if I wanted to see any more things, and I was like, "Yes, show me all the things." I was like super super excited, and we had already walked at this point like. 15,000 steps so it was a lot of moving that day and then we ended up at this amphitheater and this amphitheater was huge so you walk in and an amphitheater is basically just like an old school concert arena so um if you've never seen one before or you've never opened a book that had an amphitheater in it um this is basically just a another roman amphitheater and it, it was huge, um, and a lot of it was still intact, um, and you you get to kind of see the, the grand scale of it. Um, it could hold about 20,000 people, which back then was a big deal. Hell, today, if a place can hold 20,000 people, that's a big location, and um, um, imagine, like, um, today's arenas hold, like, thousands of hundreds of thousands of people like to be able to hold 20,000 people is a big deal especially for back then and you can kind of go underneath it and um see where like the gladiators and stuff were and where the animals were you can kind of see where like they held certain things and what um parts of the amphitheater were used for storage and it's it's just if you get a chance to see it see it after we left um the dun 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 after we left the amphitheater we were kind of done for that day um because we wanted to like relax and hang out and do some other things and then the next day we went to see Porta Negra Porta Negra is um also known as the Black Gate so like a little historical blurb when the Romans laid the foundation stone for the Porta Negra in AD 170 they would never have imagined how successful it would be after all the city gate was just one of the four in Trier at the time and one of the many throughout the Roman Empire today some 
1850 years later, the Black Gate is the best preserved Roman city gate north of the Alps and the number one attraction when it comes to Roman structures in modern day Germany. This place was beautiful. Like, I'm not sure if it was like painted black or if the stones were more... Um, blackish in color and just have disintegrated over time but this building is incredible I have lots of photos of this I have lots of, I have lots of photos of just the whole weekend in general I saw all the things we did all the things I got to walk up and inside of all the things we brought tickets for all the things I have these little booklets um I have this English booklet on Porta Negra um and yeah it's just so, like, for a quick um, little blurb, you have now reached the top of the, you have now reached the top floor of the Roman Tower. In Roman times, these two doors would have both led across an open battlement to the fourth floor of the East Tower, which now no longer exists. On the walls and in the corners, you can see traces of where the former vaulted ceiling of the Chapter House would have been in the Middle Ages. It was also topped by a church spire. When you look out of the windows, you will be met by panoramic views of the city, including the Cathedral of St. Gonolf's Church in the main market square, on the other side of the Moselle River, beneath St. Mary's Column, you can see the Roman road ascending along its way to Cologne. A city model displays the scale and form of the former Roman metropolitan Trier. Like, these, these places were, were incredible. Like, these are the types of things that I wanted to do when I was in high school and middle school, you know, when the rich white kids got to go on all the trips to, like, Italy and Paris and stuff like that. But I definitely, we could not afford that shit. And so seeing it in person was just mind-blowing and almost a spiritual event because you look at structures today and a lot of structures today don't stand the test of time. This shit has stood centuries not just decades. Th these buildings aren't just 20 years old. These buildings are hundreds of years old. Like, the fact that they still look almost as gorgeous today as they did then is just breathtaking. And it just speaks to the craftsmanship of the shit that was constructed back then. Oh, oh my God. If y'all get to Germany or if you get to Trier in general, you have to go see these places. I know it sounds very, very touristy, but Trier is a beautiful city. You can do most of it in a single day. And trust me, you will not be disappointed. I had an amazing time. We also went um, to this like Ferris wheel that's down there right now. It's not like a historical attraction but it is a tourist attraction and it's just like a giant ferris wheel and it's along the moselle river and um it costs like 14 euro for two people to get in and it it goes around like a few times i want to say six or seven times it goes around and it kind of puts me in the mind of that ferris wheel that's in london that has like that those giant like cars that you can kind of see the river um 
but yeah, it was just very, very pretty. I got really good photos. It was just, this was just an amazing trip overall. It was an amazing weekend. I got to spend it with my boyfriend. I got to spend time with people who are near and dear to me. And it was, it was just a magical weekend in general. As a friend of mine would say, it was magical, magical, magical. So I know I've been kind of like gushing on and on today about kind of like my relationship status and like, because this is all new to me. If you know me, then you know me having a boyfriend who I'm introducing to people and going and doing things with and being seen in public together. That's that's all very, very new to me. Um, but there's a topic today that I really want to discuss because it's something that I've been seeing a lot lately and um, it's it's toxic relationships. Um, in today's dating atmosphere, especially with casual sex being as casual as it is, um, there are a lot of people, you know, who they go from the different stages, you know, they go from the talking to the friends with benefits, to the dating, to being engaged, to being married. If at any point in that journey, you are either physically or emotionally stepping out of the relationship, then you need to step all the way out of the relationship. If you have a man or a woman who you know is cheating on you or has cheated on you, either physically or emotionally, let them go. You are not going to change them. If someone truly cares about you, they are not going to go sleep around behind your back. If someone truly loves you, they are not going to be sending nudes to X, Y, or Z um, unless y'all are like in an open relationship and y'all have those boundaries. But for most people, they are not in that kind of relationship. Most people are just in a normal one-on-one -on -one relationship and they know that if it had come to light what they were doing, it would really upset their loved one or their spouse. A lot of y'all are accepting proposals from people who you have no business even being in a relationship with, let alone marrying them. Let go. Get out. Stop before you damage yourself even further. I get it. I'm a broken person as well, so I get it. Broken people attract broken people. Like, hurt attract hurt. And... We have to break the cycle at some point and say enough is enough. There was a friend of mine who was dealing with a toxic ex and I had had this conversation with him over and over again. I was like, why? Why, why do you want him? Well, we have history together. Fuck history. If history has shown me anything, it's that history needs to be fucking left in the past. If you broke up with this person, it was for a reason. Y'all did not work. Very rarely did you break up on mutual grounds just because one was moving and one wasn't ready or one got a new job. Like, that is a very, very small percent. Most of y'all break up on some real shit. Like, he either laid hands on you or he cheated on you. Like, if a man cheats on you, let him the fuck go. Let him go. Stop making excuses for him. Oh, it was just a one-time thing. Oh, it doesn't mean anything. No, it meant enough for him or her to crawl in the bed with another him or her and do whatever the fuck they did in that moment. In that moment, they gave two fucks about you, your feelings, or y'all's relationship status 
because all they cared about was getting what they wanted, their carnal pleasure, their lust, like whatever it is. All they cared about was getting their nut at the end of the day. They were not thinking about how this was going to affect you, your family, your career, like nothing. They were just thinking about them. A lot of y'all are in relationships with toxic ass motherfuckers right now. And I'm just telling you, let go. There is no front or back that is worse. Mm, let me repeat that. There is no front or back that is worth the cost of your peace. Let me tell you, before I was in the relationship that I'm in now, I was just like, you know what? Like the first red flag that would pop up, nope, gone, nope, gone, nope, gone. Because I've been down that road before and I have been hurt, hurt before. And a lot of y'all are marrying people that you have no business even dating. A lot of these people come into your life with a tattoo on their forehead that says, I am not good for you. Leave me the fuck alone. And y'all latch on tight as fuck to these people and you don't want to let them go. Let them go. If you are a straight woman, ain't no dick in the world good enough for you to be putting up with bullshit like that. If you are a straight man in the world, trust me, her pussy is not that magical to keep you putting up with the bullshit and the stress that she pushes you through. If you are a lesbian, trust me, there is no woman out there who is worth your peace. If you are gay, like, if you are gay in an open relationship, then okay, cool. Y'all stick to y'all's rules, and if they break your rules, then let them the fuck go. But if you are straight in a one-on-one -on -one relationship, if he steps out of the relationship emotionally, he is gone. This goes for anybody. If they step out of the relationship emotionally, they are gone because you can still be in something physically, but if emotionally I'm not there, then I'm gone. Like I'm checked the fuck out. Like y'all, it blows my mind. Like the amount of people who I see who know that their spouse is cheating on them, but they would just rather have somebody that they can call theirs than be alone. A lot of y'all are too afraid to face who you truly are and your real emotions because you are hiding behind a fake-ass relationship. Learn to let people the fuck go. Tyler Perry used to say this all the time, if people want to leave your life, let them leave. And I'm not even just talking about, like, relationship relationships. This is friendships. This is business partnerships. This is family. If people are causing you nothing but pain and strife, get them the fuck out your life. There was a quote that I read on, it came across Twitter, like, years ago, and it has stuck with me. And it's it's so, so fitting. It's just like, just because you're thirsty doesn't mean you're going to drink poison. Just because you are thirsty does not mean you are going to drink poison. Stop allowing this poison to ruin your lives. Stop allowing people to have such power over your happiness that you are will willing to put up with their disrespect and in turn disrespecting yourself.
trust me, there is somebody out there who will change your life. There is somebody out there that with without even being asked to will do something for you that will make you smile and just make you speechless. Like there are people out there who truly want to be your everything. Stop dealing with people who are just like, you know what? They ain't going nowhere. So I'm just going to do me. He ain't going to leave. She ain't going to leave. And I don't care if y'all have kids. If you have kids together, trust me, for the sake of your peace and happiness and the sake of your kids, because, um, yes, kids should have both parents in their lives. But if one of those two parents is toxic as fuck, get them the fuck out of there. If you are going to be a single parent and raise your child in a healthy environment, then raise them in a healthy environment. Just because you have two people at home every single day does not mean that's a healthy environment. Negative energy is contagious. And I tell this to people all the time. Like when you walk into a room and something doesn't feel right, you kind of leave. You're just like, "Mm, I'm not welcome here. I'm going to go. If you sit there long enough, that negative energy is going to start to absorb into you and you're going to start acting negatively. Learn to let people the fuck go. Trust me, I'm going to say this one more time. There is no dick, ass, pussy, or back that is worth the cost of your peace. Learn to let people the fuck go, and trust me, you will be so much happier. It's gonna take a while because you're gonna have to you're gonna have to really face yourself and see yourself for who you truly are and what's really going on. But once you get past that initial shock, you will be the better for it. And just like that, this week's episode is coming to a close. I know this week's episode was heavy, heavy on the gushy, mushy, romantic stuff, but it's just because my life is, this is, this is new for me. Dating is new for me. So um, there's an amazing man in my life and he listens to the show too. So I just kind of want to show him um, kind of like a thank you for everything he has done for me over the past couple weeks. Um, if you would like to see any of the photos from my trip to Trier, um, Porta Negra, the amphitheater, Kaiser Thurman, or any of the other things that I took photos of, um, you will definitely be able to see that and much more on my Twitter. That's T-E-A with Thompson, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N at Twitter. Or if you have any question, comment, or concern, if you would like to ask me any advice or just talk to me offline, you can reach me at my Gmail. That's T-E-A with Thompson, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. And who knows, I may or may not answer your question, comment, or concern on the next show. So as always, stay motivated, get caffeinated, and have a great fucking day. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>